And the title of this mini-podcast is Practice. In the spirit of full disclosure, for the most part, I live my life on automatic pilot. And so do you. Thank God. There are so many things that we do that are automated that we don't have to think about them. It wasn't always that way, though. Reminds me of something I learned from my NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Training. There are four stages to becoming competent at something. They are, one, unconsciously incompetent. Two, consciously incompetent. Three, consciously competent. Four, unconsciously competent. Here's an example. When learning to tie your shoes, you had no experience with shoe tying and it appeared foreign to you. You were unconsciously incompetent, no experience in your files. After observing your model like a parent or older brother or somebody tie his or her shoes or your shoes for you and encouraging you to make the attempt, you found yourself to be consciously incompetent. The specific motor skills had not yet developed. Then came the glorious day when you could do it all by yourself. It took all your conscious attention to get it done. You could now do it. That's conscious competence. Finally, you evolved to the point where you could direct your conscious attention elsewhere by simultaneously tying your shoe. That's when it becomes part of us. We are then unconsciously competent. It's now patterned behavior. We now own that ability or talent. You're now fully capable to tie your shoes with the best of them. These subroutines known as patterns can make life so much easier. Patterns can also lull us to sleep, causing us not to notice. It's useful to take inventory of our patterns from time to time and see which ones are working and which ones are keeping us stuck in gear. It's great that we can tie our shoes without thinking, but how useful is it to paint ourselves into the same corner time after time by running the same routine? Here's what these two different patterns have in common. We had to practice them both for them to become routine or second nature. One serves us well, the other gets in our way. The same element that made a counterproductive pattern a routine is the same element we need to outgrow it. Practice. We'd be well served to practice interruption. Interruption keeps stimulus and response from staying in contact. When you notice a pattern and interrupt it, you've momentarily caused the automatic connection to associated behavior to become temporarily suspended. Interrupting something once is interesting. Practicing it over and over becomes transformative. Ask any accomplished musician and they'll tell you there's no substitute for practice. Look at anyone at the top of their game and you're going to find the common denominator of practice. Practice is what takes someone who has a lot of potential and makes them into a household word. Practicing interruption is the key element in outgrowing a pattern that's on automatic pilot one that's flying you into the mountainside every time. The financial whizzes tell us we'll never be wealthy until we learn to save. And my experience suggests you'll never grow up until you learn to interrupt. When you interrupt automatic behavior, you create a space between the stimulus and response. It's from this space that new patterns emerge. They take hold and they grow. It simply takes practice. Finally, I won't ask you how to get to Carnegie Hall. You already know the answer. All the best, John.